Today's question, do you have trouble making money or hanging on to money? Or do you feel stress when you're thinking about money, any money issues? Do you feel like you've tried everything to change that, but something's just holding you back? You're doing something that is just, you can't figure out what it is that's holding you back. Well, today's topic is finding those blocks, finding those blocks that are holding you back in order to be able to manifest money in your life. So if this is the first time that you're joining us, we're Stephen O'Deal Remert. We're professional empowerment and mindset coaches. And our mission is to empower you to become happier, healthier, and wealthier with more love and success in your life. So let's jump in. Today, I'm going to share with you my story because I think it's a really good example of how deceptive uh, these subconscious blocks can be. Because most of us are looking at money and we're looking at, you know, we have an issue with money, whatever that issue is. And then we're looking for the the cause. And we sometimes we think the cause is in our environment. It certainly looks that way sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, but even for those of us who discover, okay, so there's something going on in my subconscious, we tend to look for issues, beliefs about money, subconscious beliefs about money. And so I'm going to share with you uh, how I discovered that, uh, that the original cause can actually be nothing to do with money. So in uh, towards the end of 2015, I was... Uh, renting a room in a shared house in Gloucester in England, cleaning other people's houses for a living and unable to pay my bills, still unable to pay my bills. Even though I was doing cleaning work, it mm -hmm. still wasn't enough. And I, uh, I, to get to that point, so I was uh, 51 years old at that point and getting to that point, I had spent my whole life struggling uh, financially no matter what I did. And I tried really, really, really hard. So I, you know, I, I worked hard. I bu tried budgeting. I tried saving. And what happened was every time I started to get forward a little bit, something would happen to bring me back to that status quo of struggle. So for example, I would, maybe I, I would get a job, you know, a, a new job or some new money or something. And it would, money would come in and then my car would break down or I would get ill mm -hmm. or somebody wouldn't pay me or the job would fall through or I'd literally lose the money. Like I remember once I had my rent and someone stole my wallet with all the cash in it and I couldn't pay my rent. So that whatever, you know, whatever would get me back into that same mm -hmm. state of financial struggle. And it was so frustrating because I wasn't just sitting around doing nothing. I was trying really hard, not only in a practical way. So working hard, trying to come up with mm -hmm. business ideas, you know, I had, you know, jobs, I was just doing everything I could, not only that, but also personally. So I was changing myself. I was changing my beliefs. Um, the first thing I, I came across along these lines was Robert Kiyosaki, uh, the author of Rich oh, yeah, Dad, yeah. Poor Dad. Sure. I saw him interviewed on Oprah one day and got the book and studied it and thought, this makes perfect sense. Yes, subscribe me, I'm in. And I did <laughs> everything that he said. 
um, and I continued to struggle. And then, um, and then, the, of course, the movie The Secret came out about the law of attraction. And mm-hmm, again, mm-hmm. it made perfect sense. And I'm very good at following direction. <laughs> As a professional actress, I'm, you know, I'm very good at following instructions. Sure. So, and I will do exactly as they say. So, and the reason I'm pointing that out is this was not about, I'm not doing it right. Although that's what I was told when I reached out for help, you know, I look, I'm doing visualization. I'm be- I genuinely changed my beliefs to, I genuinely believed that I deserved money. There was abundance. The universe is abundant. All of those things that you hear in the secret and that you hear law of attraction teachers uh, teaching I I'm, I got to the point where I believed all of that and my finances did not change. Mm. I mean, it mm-hmm. would be up mm. and down, you know, sometimes it looked like it was getting better and then it would get back back to struggle again, back to I can't pay my right. bills. So right, right. I'm, not, I'm not talking about, oh, I wish I had more money. I mean, literally, the <laughs> rent is due and I don't have it. And my bank account is overdrawn. It's not just that there's right. little money right. in it. There's, there's less than no money in it. <laughs> so... And a a lot of debt and everything, you know, I mean, it was, it was pretty hectic. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so I I kept trying to look for the solution because I thought, and at one point I thought, maybe I'm just not meant to have money. You know, maybe it's like Oliver in, in Oliver Twist, where no matter how many times he asks for more, and if he uses a different bowl or he asks in a different way or whatever, he's never going to get more because that's not the story. And I actually, at my lowest point thought, this is it. I'm just not meant to mm-hmm. have any, I'm not meant to do anything but struggle. And so towards the end of 2015, I found some information. I'd been researching uh, the the subconscious and the brain, the brain-body connection and the subconscious in particular. And I discovered, I cut a long story short, <laughs> because it is quite a long story. I discovered that are uh, that, that there are subconscious references that your brain mm-hmm. your subconscious mm-hmm. is con- continuously um, referring to those that evidence from childhood that proves you don't deserve or it's dangerous you know to to be wealthy or whatever the the situation is you're in so i thought, okay, so I'll, I'll look for these these references and i was looking for the money ones and there were plenty of those but what mm-hmm. I discovered was that it, it's the ones that are not about money that are the most powerful. So I had already changed my money beliefs. But what I discovered was, so there's three questions you can ask. Number one, how do you know you have a problem? And my answer was, I don't have enough money to pay my bills. The second question is, um, how does that feel? And it felt like they want something of me and I don't have it to give them. So uh, it feels like they want, you know, I, I would, I want to give it, but I just don't have it. I, I wanted to pay my bills. I just didn't have the money. And the third question is where in your childhood did you feel that? And it was my whole childhood and it was nothing to do with money. It was about expectations. So it was about, they want me to be something that I can't, I just don't have, it's not who I am. It's not. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It was that constant struggle again. So there was that. Uh, there was, um, if you ask, you don't get, which was a, a kind of politeness thing, teaching teaching children manners. Um, we were taught, you know, if you ask, you don't get, you wait to be offered. And my little brain took it literally. And <laughs> I probably experienced time, like, can I have a 
can have a, a chocolate well no now that you are you can't have it you have to wait to be offered to off, um, yeah, wait to yeah. be offered and that explained why i was scared to ask for work i felt um reluctant to ask for work i had resistance to asking to be paid for anything i did um so i would give mm -hmm. things away i published a book and and i was doing a free talk somewhere and somebody <laughs> said oh how much is your book and i said oh don't worry <laughs> i just gave it to them <laughs> because i would and i would go into fight freeze flight when i invoice someone and that explained why because as i was thinking of asking for the money asking to be paid asking for work asking for anything my subconscious was referring to the so-called fact from proof in my childhood that if you ask you don't get but the problem is i didn't mm -hmm. consciously know that so i wasn't mm -hmm. consciously thinking that i was just feeling resistance and didn't know why right so those are those are two of the main examples and then the other one was um that money can be represented by a person as well as and i'm going to let you get a word oh, in no, now because no, i've been no, no. talking on <laughs> but hopefully that gives you an idea of the kinds of references you can have subconsciously that are um that have nothing to do with money, which may be why you haven't found them yet. Um, and sorry, I just want to say as well, so then I changed them, <laughs> is the point. I changed those childhood mm -hmm. memories to the opposite positive and empowering, so that now my subconscious is referring to completely different evidence. So I don't have those issues anymore. It's completely changed. Mm -hmm. So sorry. No, I, I, and thanks for sharing that. I think that that's a really powerful story. But the you know the the major point to remember is that everybody has a story similar to that. Whatever it, whatever it is that you're experiencing with money. Uh, so if your if your issue is I can't hold on to it, mm -hmm. or um, I can't make it, or or I'm uh, scared. There's a feeling of there's not enough. Right. Whatever the feeling is that's being created around the money. Mm -hmm is what's important because your subconscious is using the issue of money in order to create that feeling right and that feeling was established in your early childhood as a normal feeling as a homeostasis feeling mm -hmm. as what feels normal in my life right. so quick example and i'm not going to go into the story but i grew up with that feeling of there's not enough. Mm -hmm. So for me, money is there's that there was that feeling of there's never enough, which going through the similar process is go, going back into childhood and finding that feeling of there's never enough love. There's yes. never enough hugs. There's never enough affection. That feeling of not enough became a homeostasis feeling for me in my childhood. And then what we end up doing then is to subconsciously do the dance mm -hmm. subconsciously find something someone in and in a lot of our cases it can be money or right. a job or whatever or health or a relationship that will help mm -hmm. me maintain that same feeling right and those same beliefs that i've learned in childhood so yes i may have an issue with money right now or manifesting money or holding on to money but that's not the original cause or the mm -hmm. original source so a exactly. lot of times we're looking for something to fix regarding the money but it, money is not the issue 
That's right. It's whatever caused those original beliefs in the original homeostasis uh, feeling in the beginning. Exactly. And sometimes it can be, um, you know, that you were ill as a child. And now in some way, the money is, is recreating whatever the worst thing was about being ill. So maybe, you know, a possibility is um, I was ill as a child, which meant I could never do what I wanted to do. I could never take part in the activities I wanted to take part in. And now as an adult, I'm healthy, but now I don't have enough money to do what I want to do. So that gives you an idea of, so uh, uh, how do you know you have a problem? So it may be, uh, in my case, I don't have enough money to pay my bills, or it may be, I feel like I can't leave the job I'm in, which feels frustrating. Yeah. Or I feel like I'm trapped. I feel ashamed. I feel you know. There's I feel guilty. So many different uh, possibilities. And then where did I feel that in my childhood? And the most important thing is don't look for the money. Look for the feeling. It may have nothing to do with money. It may be I was bullied in school. It may be yes. my parents divorced. We had to move, and I was devastated. Uh, my dog died. Um, loss of grandparents. I mean, there's there's just so many options. So that's what you're looking for. All right. All I think right. that's it. Oh, and very excitingly oh. is we've got a new uh, email course, yes. a, a mini email course coming out. That sounds so cute, doesn't it? A mm -hmm. mini email a course, tiny one. <laughs> a manifesting money mini course, um, which is based on what I did to change my mm -hmm. life from going from struggling. To, you know, unable to pay my bills and, um, you know, doing work I hated and all that to doing what I love for a living and living here and, you know, all of that. So based on that, I'm going to be sharing what I did and taking you step by step through it in this mini, uh, mini course. And um, it will be launched next week. So look out for that. We will post it on our, obviously on Facebook and everything. We'll also send it out to our email list. So you'll, yeah, look out for that. So if you do have questions, as always, put them uh, below in the, in the comment section. Uh, we always uh, love the questions. We always answer all the questions. If you like what you see here, give us a thumbs up yes. on uh, the, the various platforms. Share it around. Yes, do share our videos with that. Yep, and I think that that'll do for this week, and we'll see you all again next Bye. week. Bye for now.